I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN podcast hosts at EWNpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Women Who Triumph, episode number 23 with Michaela Quilici. Michaela is a skilled business growth and award-winning marketing expert who helps service-based entrepreneurs and small business owners to grow their business strategically. Most marketing themselves authentically and create better and faster results than they were to do it alone. She provides business owners with a proven business building roadmap and a compass to help them successfully navigate from where they are to where they want to be and where they want to go with greater clarity in purpose, direction, and action while supporting them in translating their uniqueness in a compelling way so they can stand in their value, be seen, be heard, and influence their audience. Welcome to Women Who Triumph, Michaela. How are you today? I'm doing really great, Christine. Thanks for having me. I am so excited that you have are on my show. Um, you and I have known each other for quite some time, and I always say everyone calls us sisters from another mother and a father. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's been like uh, we've known each other since what? I think 2015, something like that. I think maybe even before then. It feels yeah. a lot longer. It feels a it lot does, longer. It? <laughs> it does. Yeah, but we've had that connection, you know, from like day one, and it's just been, you know, so the, the crazy. And when people connect, I say, you know, they are soul, soul friends forever. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, but share with us today, Michaela, of how you overcame your deep emotional and psychological trauma related, you know, to not having a voice. And, you know, explain that to us and tell us a little bit more about that. Mm, thank you. Yes, well, it's um it's interesting, you know, when I was growing up, I grew up in a really um traditional patriarchal Italian home. My parents were immigrants. Um they immigrated from Italy uh, to Canada um in search for a better life for themselves. They both became, you know, business owners. They worked really hard and everything was for the family and and I just remember, you know, my father, you know, five you know, five foot eleven, hundred and eighty pounds. Um, you know, he was as a child. I felt he was a very scary, scary man. And um, you know, he could kind of blow a fuse um, at the drop of a hat when he didn't really um, agree with things. And so I remember, you know, sitting around the dinner table, and every time, you know, I would ask a question or inquire about something, I liked to challenge him a lot. And, um, and, you know, he, he used to tell me to speak in Italian, speak in Italian or don't speak at all. And I remember, you know, so many times, you know, my mother kicking me under, under the dinner table saying, be quiet, be quiet, don't upset your father. And, you know, as a six year old hearing that message over and over again, um, I, believed at that time that every time I spoke, bad things happened, people got angry. And so therefore, 
it was dangerous to speak. And by the time I was about eight years old, I manifested um, a really debilitating speech impediment. And the stutter was just so debilitating for me. Um, I really thought I would be living at home with my parents, hiding from the world forever. I was just so shamed. I had such self-judgment, especially growing up in an Italian family where everything is really about making a good impression and saving face. And, and so I really that was the beginning of the emotional and psychological trauma um, that just led to me at a certain point tapping into my true wisdom, I guess, my, you know, my deep sense of knowing that this stutter wasn't authentically who I was and I was letting it dictate my, my life. I was hiding from the world. I was a master at hiding and avoidance and not using my voice and not speaking up and, um, but after, you know, there were certain triggers in my life that just caused me to really, really this fierce belief that it wasn't who I authentically was. And unbeknownst to me at that time, at that very young age, I, I cast a vision that I wouldn't be that person, that I wouldn't be that person who stuttered and that I would be confident and, you know, dynamic speaker and all of these things. And so that really led to many different turning points where I chose to step up and I chose, you know, courage. And um, that, I think, began the healing process of really allowing me to to build up my self-esteem and my confidence to be able to find my voice again. Really, so how, that's what it was about. how old were you when, you know, you realized that? Um, I think it was... Uh, probably about the age of 18, I had um, a college uh, professor who taught me uh, professional sales. And, you know, I had, there was a particular incident. I had been, luckily for me, <laughs> avoiding speaking out loud in class for most of the, of the semester. And um, when it came time to the final exam, it was an oral exam, and I could not hide out any longer. And so I feared that my dirty little secret would be out and that I would be shamed because most of my teachers, even my parents and um, my doctor, everybody told me that I didn't have an issue. Or people would say, it's all in your head, or, oh, your brain isn't wired right, or, oh, you have a motor skill problem. That's, that's what's wrong with you. And, and so, but deep down inside, I knew that, you know, that wasn't true. And so um, during this oral exam, I was terrified that he was going to find out and laugh at me and fail me. And um, during that exam, you know, I did end up, you know, I was stuttering quite terribly and he stopped me mid-sentence and he said, what is going on? Why are you stuttering? And I said, well, I, this is just who I am. This is what, this is what I do. It's not just because I'm nervous about the exam. And he said, oh, I didn't know. He said, don't even worry about it. He said, you're going to be such a good salesperson because people will see how genuine and authentic you are. And that was one major turning point for me because he 
changed my perspective on what I thought was something that was holding me back, he actually was using that to to propel me forward. So he basically turned something that I thought that I was so ashamed of and that was so negative into something positive that would propel me forward. And that was the one of the major turning points for me. Wow. See, you know, I never knew that. Um, like I said, we've known each other, I think, 2014, 2015. And I, and, mm-hmm. and as many times as we've, you know, have talked and as many times as we've, you know, been to conference together and things like that, I never knew that. Um, so when I, you know, was reading your bio, uh, you know, I was just really curious about that. I'm, I've known you to say about not having a voice, but I really didn't know, you know, what that meant. Um now, if you have one word that describes you, what would it be and why? The word that's coming to mind is courage or courageous. Um, and I believe that it's through my simple acts of courage um, that it really gotten me through. And it's, it's in choosing to be courageous in every single thing. And it's many, many, many decisions over and over and over again to choose courage, to choose courage um, that, that has, has really defined, you know, me and enabled me to go from living a life of hiding because of shame and no self-esteem and zero self-confidence to a life of fulfillment and success and, you know, creating my own success and creating um, uh, an opportunity for me to then use my story, use my experiences as a way to give give my life purpose and meaning, but also to support others in their journeys to be seen and be heard. And that's what I'm really, really passionate about is in everything that I do, um, it's all about supporting people to be seen and heard. And of course, it starts with me. I've got, I mean, I'm the one that's, that's, um, got to do the work myself to to be able to continue to be seen and heard and it's that courage that allows me to continue to just show up continue to show up and um and speak up and and expose my authentic self um despite the fear of um any sort of reaction or response. Now I understand why we're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> you know my story too, so I understand that. Now, if you had one message to share today with a young woman um, that has a dream, and what would that? What would you tell her today? Hmm. One of my greatest mentors, and thank goodness for my mentors and teachers throughout my life, um, 
used to say to me, you know more than you think you do. And this has been a guiding principle for me at every stage of my life, which has really helped me to continue to show up despite anything. Um, and so I think that's that's the advice that I would give is that you know more than you think you do. Use Use that internal knowing to follow your dream, follow what moves you, um, take action on whatever it is that you feel called to do. And what I've really learned is that, you know, I, I never would have known, Christine, I never would have known that I would be living such an extraordinary life, that I would be, be able to create such an extraordinary life for myself. I never knew that. Um, back then. And so if I had let all of the naysayers and, you know, and, and the well-meaning teachers and parents, you know, who were trying to keep me safe, if I listened to other people, I wouldn't be where I am. And I would be questioning myself. And I wouldn't be realizing just how, you know, uh, magnificent and brilliant, you know, I am that we are as human beings. And so, I think that's that's the biggest um, uh, piece of advice or insight that I would share is you know more than you think you do. Follow follow your inner sense and inner knowing, um, despite what you hear others say or what um, what people tell you. Now it's kind of funny how you say that because I always say we have a, another sixth sense, which is our intuition, and if we listen to our intuition. Um, you know, and it's kind of like Oprah said the other day, it's, it's a road, it's a GPS, it's a roadmap to what you are meant to do in life. So if others would just listen to that intuition, you know, they will accomplish a whole lot more of, you know, just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that is a skill that needs um, cultivating and attention and to be really purposeful with, with, um, really honing honing in on listening to what your body is telling you, what your heart is telling you, what your gut is telling you. And, you know, all the more reason why, because there's so much distraction and so much noise out there in the world, especially nowadays, yeah. that, it, you know, it needs to become a practice that we listen. We take the time every day throughout the day to check in and listen to ourselves because our body doesn't lie. No, mm-mm. and and that's a good thing that you're saying is uh, is listening, listening to you know, listening to you, listening to just quieting yourself. That's why meditation for me has been a huge thing in the last six to seven months. It's just taking that time down and to really know who I am and that intuition of where I need to go. So, yeah, that listening part. But Michaela, we need to take a quick commercial break. But when we return, um. Uh, we'd like to hear more about, you know, your business, how you started it, and we're going to learn a few fun facts about you. So. Sounds good. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN podcast hosts 
at ewnpodcastnetwork.com. Are you a speaker who has an inspiring, insightful message that will help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? If the answer is yes, we invite you to become a pro member of the eWomen Speakers Network. We have over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America. We're looking for speakers to share their wisdom and breakthrough ideas. Go to eWomenNetwork.com and join our speakers network. The benefits for pro speakers are incredible. Go to eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Christine Kozachuk. Welcome back to Women Who Triumph. Michaela, tell us a little bit how um, our listeners can follow you on social media. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am pretty much on most uh, social media channels. So um, I can be found on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, just by uh, using my name, Michaela Quilici, M-I-C-H-E-L-A-Q-U-I-L-I-C-I. And um, I also have a uh, Facebook group called Q Your Business Success, which is uh, a great community um, and platform for people to really get some tips and insight and, uh, and trainings around um, queuing up their business for success. Right. Um, now, tell us a little bit about your business and how you can help other women or even men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, men and women, definitely. And so I work primarily um, with um, service professionals. So these are, um, you know, coaches or consultants or experts, people who provide a service. They're at the center of their own brand. And um, they are really looking to accelerate their business growth. And um, they come to me generally with one of three main challenges in their business. Either they're having uh, a challenge with marketing in terms of really not being able to be seen. Um, they want to gain exposure. They don't have a plan to do that. Or, you know, how do they get in front of the right clients? Um, second challenge they might have is a sales challenge so they either want to make a lot more money or um, they want to do a better job of enrolling higher paying clients and the third challenge is really they want to grow but uh, they don't have a plan and they really need focus and accountability and a roadmap so through my coaching and consulting practice I really this call provide people recorded. with 
a roadmap so that okay. they can what get can your followers from point expect A to from point you B, in whether they want to fast track their business to six figures or whether they want mm. to take their already question. successful six figure business to seven figures. 2018 is going to um, be an interesting really about year for me provide a roadmap to get I there am and so that they can be get doing there. a lot more traveling um, um, and they can more save time with my they can make more money and, and can, so uh, I think avoid some of the pitfalls including um, more um, and have accountability and support with to them walk them through on so social, social media very much one-on-one um, something hands-on approach that I'm to support them through the process can expect this year now you have um, a uh, free also, download you know just getting um, getting out there more and, and can you tell us a little bit about that and where they can go get I, that um, I do, yes. So um, I have uh, an, an ebook that's available on my website, sharing that, you know, sharing, sharing my journey with people, and, um, and um, it's right on the creating conversation. And it is the notion um, about being seen and being heard, about and how to, really how to stop giving it all away, you know, being and start you, getting your what I term an elegant yes. leader, and it's a really powerful lead yourself. And um, roadmap, so, yeah, I if think you that, will, which has a cheat sheet in there in terms more of about really how dialogue to and conversations get, around, how to stop giving away, um, you know, every day for free during your experiences and, and really start, experiences you know, asking the right questions and really I'm excited about that your and it's going to really say yes me outside my comfort zone as well so that, really you know, they are not um, um, just asking for discounts or they don't so have objections. I'm It'll so be an interesting journey. They're not saying, oh, let me think about it. I'm very excited for you because I know, you know, a few things that's happened so to you, really but I want to thank you so much for being on my show, uh, Women Who Triumph. Really and, uh, you know, thank you for, um, you know, sharing the stories and, you know, allowing other women to know that they're not alone, you know, in this world. So, again, thank Thank you so much. Somebody, and you can listen um, to Michaela's this Thursday, every Thursday. I have my episodes are every Thursday, and Michaela will be next Thursday really at 11 a.m. Thank you. Get to where they want to get to. So it's a really valuable download. Um, so I recommend um, recommend uh, your listeners to, to go and grab that. Yeah, definitely. Now, we're going to do some fun facts. This is my favorite part because I get to learn some you know, cool things about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have 10 of them. Uh, the first one is, what is your favorite flower? Oh, my favorite flower are, um, are Gerber daisies. I love Gerbers, and I'm just actually looking at some right now. I have a little posy on my desk, um, oh. and they're all different colors, and they're just so cheery. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love to uh, buy myself fresh flowers every week, um, uh-huh. and uh, I put them um, on my on my desk. And um, so, yeah, Gerber daisies, I love those. Oh, they are they are beautiful. Now, the second one is: Do you prefer the mountains or the beach? Ooh, that's a tough one, Christine, because you know I live in a place surrounded by both. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's a trick question. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, I don't know. It's hard to say because um, I love the expansiveness of both. I really love to be in nature. Uh, you know, I'm an I'm an introvert. I love my alone time, and I love being 
um, in nature. And so I think if I had to choose, I would probably say um, I'd probably say the mountains, just yeah. because being on the mountain, whether it's you know walking on trails or just you know hanging out in you know in the forest, um, that just really fills me up. So we have this, uh, it's called Atlanta Plantation Park here, and it's kind of, it's like uh, country, but it's by the lake. So like you, I'm an introvert also, and I like my downtime. And when I go there, it's nature plus the water too. Oh my goodness. It's like heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite food. And I know I've seen many foods on Facebook, so you are a great cook. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love to cook. It's uh, one of my creative outlets, um, but also it just allows me to have that quiet time to just process and reflect on things. Um, So favorite food? Oh my gosh, I just love food. (laughs) Um, I love home-cooked food, mostly Italian-inspired. And... um, if I had to pick, oh my gosh, how can I choose? Um, you know what I love? <laughs> this is going to sound really strange, but I buy my go-to food anytime. You know that comfort food feeling mm-hmm. that you get sometimes. I love French fries. I just French love fries. French fries. Oh my gosh! But like, not you know, not takeout fast food french fries uh-huh. um you know like home cut fried with oh, truffle yes. oil oh, oh man yes <laughs> like kind of like my go-to is mashed potatoes i have this possession with mashed potatoes they cannot come in my house <laughs> <laughs> something about potatoes i don't know what it is <laughs> i have to tell you this story before we continue but my grandson was here a couple months ago, and uh, something, I don't remember what it was. I wasn't feeling good that day. He goes, he looks at me and says, Nana, you know, if you would stop eating healthy, you would be so sick. <laughs> I was like, that not come from you. <laughs> it was so funny. He is a mess. But yeah, something about potatoes. I'm like you. It's like, oh, yes. Okay, next is your hobby. What do you do for a hobby? hobbies. Hmm. Well, um, I don't know if you know this, but I have been trained in um, flamenco dance, professionally trained flamenco dance. I did. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. And so I love to dance. And, you know, so anytime that I can have my own dance party (laughs) in my living room, um, that's definitely one of the things that I love to do. Um, but, uh, gosh, I've got so many things that I love to do. I love to, I love to read, um, real books. I just love the, the smell and the, <laughs> like you know, said, the, real books. I'm the same way. Yeah. Give me a real book in hand. <laughs> <laughs> a real book. I've got stacks of books all over the place. Um, but I love to read and, um, and I love to, you know, to, to do quiet, Quiet, quieter things like just walking, walking along the beach or, you know, um, yoga and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I've got a few different hobbies that keep me 
occupied. <laughs> okay, I have a juicy one for you. Did okay. you ever skip school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but I remember... what I said to you, didn't it? You know, I remember um, I had this best friend in high school, and um, we thought ourselves to be a little rebellious um, in uh, grade 11 and 12. And, um, and so we used to skip school and go to the pool hall and play pool. Oh, I didn't know you and played pool. Hmm. Well, I used to play pool. I don't know <laughs> if I'm any good anymore, but, uh, <laughs> but that's what we used to do. And, uh, we just thought we were just being so bad, but, oh, uh, we were, we were having so much fun playing pool with, you know, and this is in the middle of the day, and you can imagine who who's at the who's at the pool hall in the middle of the day. Right? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next question. Besides me, who is your girl crush? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, girl crush! I have a few. Um, oh, I don't know how to pick. Um, What's your intuition telling you? Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know, I... I think Brene Brown is the one that comes to mind right now. Um... And what I love about Brene is that she's she's really inspiring to me. I I picked up her first book uh, when she published it back in 2010, um, The Gifts of Imperfection. And um, her message is just so needed and was so inspiring for me in terms of really like that book in particular was about just accepting who you are and she calls them the gifts of imperfection. Um, and so she continues to inspire me with her conversations around vulnerability and shame and belonging and accepting, you know, who you are and really showing up as your authentic self. And every time I see her, I just, and when she publishes a new book or when she's, you know, on a YouTube video, I just, I love how she's showing up because she doesn't show up with all the flash and marketing pizzazz. It's really about showing up as her authentic self. And she has a lot of, you know, a lot of people who would probably judge her for for what she's doing. And she talks about that openly. But I think based on what I'm about with just, continuing to, um, you know, uh, lead myself to, to continue to move into my own authenticity. She's, she's a real inspiration for me in that sense. But, but you know, with being authentic with yourself, I think a lot of people really this day and time want to see that. I don't think they really want to see all the flashiness and you pretending to be someone that you're not. 
homes. Uh, I think people are relating to it m more now than ever. I think you're right. I think that that um, that people, you know, that times have changed. You know, even in in from a marketing perspective, um, you know, what used to work in terms of pushing out messages and <clears throat> it just doesn't work anymore. You know, mm -hmm. consumers have gotten more savvy and, you know, they're waking up. They, you know, they don't resonate with these, with things that are too, you know, too salesy or right. too packaged. People, people want more meaning. They want more connection. And I feel like that's only going to get stronger and stronger as as human beings rely upon social media and technology so much more i feel like these these technologies are creating um the illusion of connection mm -hmm. and but people are being more and more isolated and there's so many more studies coming out now that are that are talking about people like so much depression um mm -hmm in people after they've been on social media for a while, like seeing other people's lives and, you know, and then comparing it to their own. So I do believe that, that now more than ever people appreciate the truth and being real. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's all that we have. I mean, that's it's about, I think it's about bringing back humanity, bringing back, the humanness yeah. and the realness. I agree. All right. Last question. Heels or hiking boots? Heels. <laughs> <laughs> ah, me too. Or barefoot. <laughs> so now what can your followers expect from you in 2018? 